I can stack them hundreds to the roof. I ain't stopping till they stack to the moon. Without me, my family wouldn't have food. Anybody go against me, gotta lose. What is up, guys? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. Today, we have Friday Fire. We didn't have Tuesday or Thursday because, honestly, I didn't have shit that I wanted to talk about. But today, I do have something I want to talk about. And before I get into that, um, if this is your first time listening, this is the MF CEO Project. It is a project. The reason it's a project is because... We started this podcast to give people the tools, teach people the skills, and give them the mindset of what it takes to truly succeed. We've been living in a society that is basically full of shit for the last 20 years. Everybody's special. Everybody deserves everything. Everybody gets a trophy for just showing up. Everybody is a delicate little flower and has the right to feel good and be confident and have self-esteem for the reason of just being born. And that's just not the fucking truth, okay? And what we have is a situation where people are being raised for the first 20 years of their life to believe that bullshit and then being kicked out the door into the real world only for the real world to stomp on their fucking throats. And I'm trying to correct that. That's what this project is about. So technically, you could call us a personal development slash entrepreneurship slash mindset development podcast. But the truth of the matter is, is we're trying to fix what a bunch of other motherfuckers fucked up. Okay? So, with that being said... I don't charge money. I don't run a bunch of ads on my podcast. We're a top 50 on iTunes podcast. I could make seven figures a year plus running ads. I don't run ads because I don't want to fill this content up with a bunch of bullshit for you guys. I want to keep it real. I want to keep it authentic. I want to keep it for you. And I want to keep the mission intact and not turn it into some bullshit. And for that reason, I would appreciate if you would tell a friend, if you would recommend the podcast, if you get value out of this podcast, what I ask is that you bring me one friend per episode that you find valuable. So if you listen to this episode and you're like, holy shit, dude, that's good stuff. It's going to help me out. Tell somebody, don't just tag some motherfucker on my post and not say anything that nobody knows what the fuck that means. I mean, go out of your way to tell somebody about the podcast. We don't run ads. We're one of the top 50 podcasts in the world on organic reach. That means the people listening are telling other people. And the reason people listening are telling other people is because the shit here is fucking good. All right? So, if you would tell some of your friends, I would appreciate that. Now, getting into what I want to talk about, I really have three main points that I want to talk about today. The first is this. It's really kind of a bone to pick with some of the bullshit that I keep seeing on social media and with all these other entrepreneurs telling you to go all in on your passion and quit your fucking job if you don't like it and this and that. Um, You know, we're hearing that more and more. We're hearing people who are making literally millions and millions of dollars a year telling people just to fucking quit, just quit and do what you love. And we're hearing that shit over and over and over again. But I'm going to tell you, that's a terrible fucking idea. 
all right, and for a number of reasons. One, to get the opportunity to do what you love, you are going to have to do what you hate or what you don't like for a long fucking time. That's reality. Getting the opportunity to do what you love is a privilege of the dues that you pay doing shit that you don't like. That's the real world. It would be nice if we all had rich parents or we all had trust funds or we all had, uh, you know, money in a bank to just quit the shit that we fucking don't want to do to do what we want to do, wouldn't it? It would be great. But here's the reality. People who truly start from the beginning, people who truly start at zero, understand what I'm just saying. You have to do a lot of shit that you hate. All right. When I started my business, I had to work three other fucking jobs to do what I wanted to do, which was run my company. I had to work three other jobs just to fund the company. I didn't work three other jobs to keep the money and go drink beer with it. I worked the three other jobs to take that money and put it into my project. Okay. I worked at a gym. I worked at a bar and I worked at putting on concert events. I also did odd jobs like construction, concrete, and other things that I knew how to do along the way. But I had three basic jobs, okay? I didn't like any of those jobs. I hated being at the bar until fucking four o'clock in the morning and having to get up at fucking eight and go back to work. I didn't like sitting at the gym fucking, you know, wasting my time. Dude, I had to do things to bring in money so that I could afford to have the opportunity to do what I love to do, all right? And sometimes doing what you love to do isn't fun either, by the way, okay? A lot of these motherfuckers make it sound like, oh, dude, you got to have the passion for this. Dude, some days you just aren't going to have the fucking passion. Some days you're going to come into what it is that you think you love and you're going to want to kill every motherfucker that you see. That's reality. That's the truth. That doesn't mean that you still don't love it. That doesn't mean that you still aren't going to do it. That doesn't mean that it's not for you, which is what people who lose over and over and over do, right? They have one bad day, one bad week, one bad month, and they say, oh, dude, this shit isn't for me. No, nothing's for you because you're too big of a pussy to stick it out. You're not going to love what you even think you love every day. That's just the way life works. So let's quit with this nonsense of quit your fucking job and go all in on your fucking this. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. You're going to have to do a lot of what you hate for a long fucking time to get the opportunity to do what you love. That's the truth. That's the reality. And that's coming from someone that started at fucking zero, not someone who got in the game halfway through. All right? Now... What you have to realize about, which this is going into my second point, what you have to realize about the beginning of entrepreneurship or the beginning of success or the entry level is that the competition is the hardest at the beginning, okay? You have to understand that success in anything, at the beginning, there's way more people doing it. So what I want you to do is I want you to picture a pyramid, right? And at the bottom of the pyramid, the base of the pyramid, you have 100 people doing what it is you want to do, all right? Now, two years later, 
20 of those people are going to quit because of what I just said a minute ago. They're going to decide, hey, this isn't what I love anymore, so this isn't for me. So they're just going to fucking quit. So now you're on the second level, and you have 80 people, all right? Now, two more years down the road, you're going to have 30 more people quit for the same reason I said. It's going to get hard. Things aren't paying off the right way. They're not making enough money. They're having to work too much. Their girlfriend, their wife, their husband, their boyfriend doesn't like what they do. They spend too much time in the office. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever the fucking reason is, they're going to quit. All right? So those 30 people quit. Now you're on level three, and there's only 50 people left. Half of what started. Half. All right? And you're three years into this shit. Okay? Now, two more years go by. And out of that 50, 20 more people quit. Now you're on level four and there's 30 people, okay? And so on and so on and so on. So the longer you stay in the game, the less people you're competing with. Now, are there always the same 100 on the bottom every every year? Absolutely. But what level you're at, the level three or the level four, or maybe you're at the level five where, there, where there's only 10 people in. That level is a different level that that you'll never have to compete with these bottom level people because they don't have the fucking skills that you've gained by putting in your time, all right? So not only does the competition get less and there's less people, you're actually improving your skills, you're getting better, you're getting more skilled, and you're moving up the pyramid so that... Not only are there less people, but you're more skilled, which means that the perceived competition, it's much less, all right? Because there is actually less people and you're more skilled, so there's less competition and it's easier. So what a lot of you guys don't realize, and the reason I'm pointing this out, is that in the beginning of anything that you're trying to do, whether you're trying to be an athlete, whether you're trying to be an entrepreneur, whether you're trying to be an entrepreneur, whether you're trying to be a singer, a rapper, a fucking painter, a sculpture, it doesn't matter. Whatever the fuck it is you're trying to do, the beginning is always going to be the hardest. You don't know what you're doing and there's a million motherfuckers doing the same shit because it doesn't take much to do. So you have to understand that when you first start, it's going to be the hardest struggle. You're going to have to put in the most time. You're going to have to put in the most effort. You're going to have to deal with the most frustration and the most discomfort, okay? But the people who stick it out are going to be the people who are left over when all the smoke fucking clears. Success is more about endurance than it is about special skill set, all right? A lot of you guys look at people who are up the ladder from where you are and you think they have special skills. It's not that they have special skills. It's that they have skills that they developed by having internal grit and endurance and persistence and perseverance and the ability to eat fucking shit longer than anyone. And along the way, guess what? They learn some fucking skills. But guess what? If you do the same, you'll learn the same. They're not more talented. They're not better. They're not fucking, you know, stronger or whatever than you. They're not smarter. They've just been doing it longer. And what you have to understand is when you work your way up the pyramid, it's going to get fucking easier. The beginning is always the hardest, right? But you have to remember what I said the first point was. You're going to have to do a lot of shit that you hate to get the opportunity to do what you love, all right? And, and here's the other reason that people quit. This is a totally beside the point of people 
getting to a certain point saying, oh, this isn't for me. It's not paying off. As you move up the pyramid, certain people are going to start winning. Certain people are going to start making money. Certain people are going to start fucking, you know, driving nicer cars, living in nicer houses. And what's going to happen to those people? One of two things, because winning affects people in two ways only. One, it makes them fucking lazy. It makes them complacent. It makes them not want to get up in the morning and work hard. It makes them not want to do the personal development that they did to get there. It makes them not want to pay attention to the details. It makes them let things that used to matter a lot start to matter a little. And they get dull. They lose their sharpness. They lose their edge. They lose their competitive spirit. And what happens to those people? They fall off too. Not because they decided that this shit wasn't for them, but because they had a little success and winning shut them down. And that happens so much. We see it so much in society. I guarantee if you think about it, you have looked, look around. And even in the news, we hear about it all the time. People who have had massive success and then all of a sudden they're broke. People who win, uh, you know, a certain amount in life, you know, they built a successful business. Um, They've got to mid-level. They're driving a BMW or a Mercedes. They're living in a million-dollar home. And, you know, they're the big dog in the fucking, in the neighborhood for a while. But what happens to them? They disappear. They just kind of go away. And why do they go away? Because they took their eye off the fucking ball. Because them winning a little makes them lazy. All right? But then you have the second group. You have the second group, which they don't do it for the money. They don't do it for the fucking cars. They don't do it for the house. They're not doing it for the status. They're doing it because they're like a fucking shark. They get one little sniff of the blood. They get one little taste of the blood, and they're going all the fuck in for the win. These motherfuckers aren't playing for the dollar bills. They're not playing for the fancy cars. They're not playing for the big titty bitches. They're not playing for the glory. They're playing for the fucking blood. And people who play for the fucking blood, who play for the fucking win, who go all in on every single detail even more when they start to win, These people are the people who fucking win. These are the people who get to the top and nobody can ever dethrone them because they still believe that they're not shit. Lots of people will talk about how great they are. Lots of people will talk about how they have all the answers. Lots of people will talk about how they're the expert and you should fucking listen to them. And this, this, and the other, like they're a fucking messiah. Lots of motherfuckers will talk about that shit. But true, savage, play-for-blood motherfuckers don't do that because they know that in the big scheme of things, they're not shit. They're going to get to the top and they're going to stay on the top because they don't believe that they're the best. They don't believe that they have all the answers. They don't believe that they're the most skilled. And that's where you need to try to find yourself. Okay? And I understand that's going to be hard for you to grasp when you can't pay your bills and you're at the bottom. Right? I was the same fucking way. I used to think about Lamborghinis and I used to think about fucking big houses and fucking the lifestyle, right? I tell you that. I've told you that a million times. But it's and it's cool to want that shit. That shit's cool as fuck. I love it. I'm not I'm not downplaying it at all. Don't mistake what I'm saying. I love it. I love my life. I love driving the cars. I love flying the jets. I love 
doing all the shit that I love doing. But the truth is, is you could take all that shit away from me and I'm still going to work twice as fucking hard as everybody else. You could give me all that shit in the world and I'm still going to work twice as hard as everybody else because I play for the fucking win. And when you play for the fucking win and you have a little bit of endurance and you have a little bit of grit and you're able to outlast all the basic motherfuckers at the bottom of the pyramid, that's when you've created something powerful. That's where you want to try to be. And guys, the reason I'm talking about this as like it's a skill because it is a fucking skill. You can train yourself to be this way. A lot of the people who are working in the jobs that they don't want and the jobs that they hate where other fucking guru motherfuckers are telling you just to quit those jobs and go all in on what you love. Look, motherfucker, those jobs have value. Why do those jobs have value? Because when you can do what you hate to the maximum degree of effectiveness, when you can become the very best at cooking french fries or the very best at making Big Macs or the very best used car salesman or whatever the fuck it is that you do that you hate that you're doing so that you can do what you love one day when you can become the very best at that you are training yourself to play for blood you are training yourself to play for the win that job has value whatever the fuck it is you do right now it has extreme value because it's going to train you to have the skills to have the drive to have the competitive advantage that you're going to need down the road go back and listen to this podcast over and over and over and grasp how this works because what i'm telling you here is the truth The competition at the beginning is going to be hard. You're not skilled. There's lots of people to compete. There's lots of people who are ignorant that are talking shit that want you to feel like you're inferior. It's a hard place to be. And on top of putting yourself in that hard place, you have to do a lot of shit that you don't like to even be in that position. And that sucks too. And then when you start to win... It can actually poison the rest of your work. It can poison your drive. It can poison your success because it gives you the perception that you're good, that you're winning, and that you're going to continue to win. And you have to be aware of that up front. Be someone who plays for the win. Be someone who values every opportunity they have. If you're cooking fucking french fries, make the best fucking french fries. If you're making Big Macs, make the best fucking Big Macs. And know that you're preparing yourself for moving forward. Know that you are putting yourself in a position and cultivating the skills that you are going to need when you get the opportunity to move away from the shit that you hate and into the shit that you love. 